Hi, welcome to another episode of Aki Geeks and OCD Geeks. I'm Chris. And I'm Jack. Hi guys, welcome back. So, if you are already a listener, a huge welcome back. And if you are new to our channel, of course, welcome. We are the host of the OCD Geeks as well as Aki Geeks podcast and YouTube channels. We focus about geek pop culture themes on Aki Geeks. We focus only about the gaming world, while OCD Geeks is dedicated more to TV series and movies, but also other topics such as books, music, language learning, and so on. So, you know, you're welcome to check out both. We are ready to read and comment with you all our weekly topic. This time, me and Chris would like to go on talking about our last topic. Actually, we introduced the Hello series last week, and we want to move on talking about the very second episode. Yes, if you haven't listened to it yet, we recorded an episode dedicated to Paramount Plus pilot episode of Halo, fully without spoiler. But this time, we decided to do something different. We are going to chat about the Halo series second episode, Unbound, with spoilers. So, if you haven't watched the episode yet, I would strongly recommend to just get paused and go back to our channel after watching it. So, be aware that the episode will contain major spoilers. Guys, me and Chris were too curious uh, about discovering the happenings on Madrigal and what would have been the destiny of our protagonist, Master Chief. From now on, we assume that you are familiar with the events of the second episode. But this will not be an in-depth analysis, but just a general first impression and our thoughts about it. So Jack, first of all, did you enjoy this second episode? Yes, Chris. Actually, I was really curious to see how the story would have developed after the escape of Quan Ha and John from the UNSC planet. And actually, I was wondering if this escape could have been possible and where they would have gone after leaving the planet. Uh, we soon discovered that they were traveling to Rubble, some kind of planet, I would say like an international or a space station where basically all kinds of people that they don't belong to anywhere else, they can gather, they created some kind of unconventional community. Yes, they're basically, every one of them is basically an outcast, so they can find a shelter and because they are rejected from the, the military force of UNSC. They are all uh, strangers somehow, and even Soran, the main character that we happen to discover in this episode, Actually, guys, we get to know that he's a rebel. He rebelled himself against the UNSC. And actually, our hero, Master Chief, helped him in first place to let him escape. Yes, you know, a very unconventional help since he gave him only five minutes to basically escape. Uh, Yeah, I think it was enough for him. I think he's quite, you know, clever guy. Yeah, and uh, you know, I also like the fact that since the pilot episode was full of action, this second one is more slow paced. So you don't find many action scenes, but more it's kind of the chance to go deeper into the main character's lives and motivations. So, you know, I really appreciated this change of pace of the 
the series. Yes, and it's important to notice that in the second episode we see Master Chief almost completely without the helmet. This is something interesting because he's trying to discover his human side and to give voice to this vision that this artifact helped him to discover. Also, Jack, as I said last week, of course I'm familiar with the Halo games, but you know, I didn't play all of them. So, but you know, from my experience in the TV series is the first time that actually Master Chief removed his helmet and we can see John's face. Yes, and I think Chris that the symbolism behind this series starts to develop itself because when we happen to see Master Chief without the helmet is when he actually goes out there and finds a process of discovery for himself while when he puts his helmet back is when he go back to his military enslavement. I think that that is true, but at the same time, if you remember, there was one scene, Master Chief was talking to his old friend. Basically, he has some kind of gadget on his back, and this gadget kinda provides some kind of isolation from all kinds of emotions and feelings that characterize every single human being. So I guess that until he remove this kind of equipment, he will not be able to experience all emotions that a man has. Not even emotions, but he said that he cannot taste, so when he eats, he doesn't feel the taste of food. Yes, it's a complete emotional and physical numbness, so probably Chris, the mask and all the armor that, you know, the military soldiers have, probably it's part of the means through which the, the military UNSC control their forces. It seems some kind of brainwash, like they are, of course, humans, but kinda also robots. Yes, and it seems just as if the armor makes them machine. You know, we saw just a glimpse of the training that Master Chief had when he was in his 20s. So even that was quite cool to have this glimpse. Yes, and uh, you know Chris what else? Actually, this episode was very interesting because we get to know a little bit more about the artifact and what is this tool that Master Chief carries with himself, what are its roots, maybe we get to understand that it's probably a weapon that the Covenant were in search of. Yeah, it seems like this artifact is able to, I'm not sure how, to be basically to point out the exact location of this Halo, this powerful weapon. You know, Jack, that of course Halo is also the title of this saga, so you can understand how central is Halo in this universe. Well, sure, Chris, it obviously has an important part in the whole story. I'm even curious to figure out more. Yeah, you remember, Jack, that this artifact is not accessible to everyone. In fact, John's friend was trying to touch it without any results. Also, this other person who was located in Rubble's prison was not able to obtain anything. And it seems that, at least for now, the only one who is able to access the artifact's power is Master Chief. Beside him, the Covenant's leader, you know, the girl that was raised by Covenants. Yes, Chris, actually, we get to see right now in the narration that there are many factions battling against each other. On one side, there is Dr. Halsey in the UNSC laboratory, who's projecting this new system, Cortana 
which is going to help them in their fight against the Covenants. On the other side, there is the girl that you've just mentioned, and on Madrigal, the opposition of Quan Ha's father. It is clear that this new leader in Madrigal, he doesn't care about people at all, because he kills all his opponents, and he's only thinking about economical agreements and power itself. Yes, it seems like a dictatorship, very much different from Quan Ha's father, uh, that was more like a, you know, popular democracy. I don't know how to call it. At least he was caring about his flock. Yes, exactly. Greater symbolism in this second chapter, and also I spotted many references to many sci-fi cult series and movies, starting from Herbert's Dune or The Rebels and The Main Empire, something that it's recurrent even in the last Star Wars. About TV series, it reminded me a lot of the famous acclaimed series Westward. I don't know if you've watched that, Chris. I know this series, but I haven't got the chance check it out. Yeah, with Anthony Hopkins it, it talks about machines and robots and the new uh, humanity so it's something that it's very similar there are many elements that could make this series enter the Olympus of sci-fi product yeah you know I like action I'm a Halo player as well on the Xbox but about this series I really like how it focuses on the human side and the motivation of all characters. It goes goes deeper compared to other series. Even this episode is no exception because it kinda creates, you know, the basics on how the story will develop from now on. Yes, Chris, it seems right. You know, guys, I was already familiar with the Halo universe, but for Jack, it was the first time to be introduced into this universe. So I'm sure that starting from episode one, not everything maybe was 100% explained if you haven't tried the game yet. So this second episode, I think it was very meaningful for all the Halo fans, but also for new viewers that are not familiar with this universe just to enrich the context of this saga and explore even further Elo's mythology. So I have a question Jack, what do you think about John's decision to go back to planet Reach and to tell everything to Dr. Catherine Helsey? Yeah, I think John's decision resembles pretty much the general human journey, you know, when you try to step out of your comfort zone when you're a teenager or a young adult and you discover that there are some truths out there but you also must have the courage to pursue them and go after them so it seems like this kind of coming back to a very safe and common place that you can call home but can in some sense limit your own growing up i think that john in the first place decided to go back because you know there is a menace represented by the covenant and it was the, the only mean through which he could go on with this fighting and protect, protect the universe. We can clearly see his trust on Dr. Hilsen. Yes, but I think this is only the first step for him. He will develop so much. I mean, this character will change a lot. I'm sure together with all the other main characters, because all of them are in their own journeys in order to grow and to discover better about what's going on in the universe and also what's going on in their personal 
lies. Yes, guys, please let us know what you think about this second episode and what are your opinions about the happenings. Write a comment here down below. That's right, you can find us pretty much all over the places on YouTube as well as major podcast apps such as Spotify. Just check for Aki Geeks, that is our latest channel as well as OCD Geeks. On OCD Geeks we are already on season 3, so there are plenty of contents if you want to catch up if you are new to our channel. But again, to all our new listeners as well as the all-time listeners, thank you so much for your support. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Jack underscore OCD Geeks and Chris underscore OCD Geeks. So Jack, let them talk our freaks. We stay tuned on OCD Geeks. And we keep playing on Aki Geeks.